0: Tight, Mary! You binge-watch your average Netflix show, and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone about. We need, need to talk to someone
1: about. <laughs> Kate, oh my gosh, we're nearly there. Hi, Mary, and welcome back to Gotta Be Done, the Bluey podcast. I'm very excited. Do you know why? Well,
0: not only are we staring (laughs) down the end of this season, but I feel like we couldn't have finished this season without a very important person um, joining us on the podcast.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I think right from day one, we've both been obsessed with the Bluey underscore locations Instagram feed where for real life Bluey locations are contrasted with pictures from the show. And we're very, very lucky to have Michael Toon, the creator of the Bluey locations uh, Instagram account with us on the phone. Hi, Michael.
2: Hi, how are you? This is quite an honour. Thanks so much <laughs> well, for having me. Well, we're very
0: honoured as well because went back and realised you started up that account in December 2018, um, which was a few months really before we got the podcast kicked on. You're well and truly yeah. into your second year. What a ride. <laughs> Yeah, you, I, feel, oh, I should have as...
2: more posts by now. You've actually made me feel a little bit bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
0: it's quality, not quantity. Um, and Michael, you're joining us for not only to talk about bluey locations, but for a very special reason. We're doing the episode Hospitals today. Now, what's your claim to some inside knowledge about this episode?
2: Uh, Well, yeah, this is my favourite episode. It's close to my heart for a number of reasons. Um, It's the first Bluey episode I ever saw. Um, I saw Bluey the day it was released because I had a link with the editor, Michael Griffin, who's also the voice of Docket Boy in the kids episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's left the show now. He's working on his own project, which is super exciting for him. But he posted about this exciting show he'd been working on, and it was just released today, and he was encouraging people to watch it. So I turned it on, and I think they released like six episodes to start with, and one of them was Hospital. Um, and I went straight for that because I work uh-huh. in a hospital. I'm an anaesthetist, and I just fell apart laughing watching the whole show on my own one morning. Oh, wow! And then shared it amongst the workplace and so forth. And you know, all the um, the anaesthetists at, at the where I worked at the time, yeah, thought it was hilarious. Did yeah, they all um, start
1: saying "ding" every time they <laughs> every put time they put a
2: needle in? <laughs> No, no, but um, <laughs> I do think about that sometimes when I'm cannulating people, yeah.
1: I'm the doctor. Oh, hello,
2: doctor. My
1: name is... Ouch! Oh, brave boy. What was that? A
2: needle! I probably may have said it unconsciously. <laughs> Such and I was like, What's sound. It is, it is. Disproportionate to what it's actually doing, but yeah.
0: <laughs> and Michael, you're also a dad to a three and a half year old, so very yeah. much in that um,
2: he stars in, in a few of the photos think on the it. Account.
0: Yeah, right. So they're the stand-in for your odd Bluey and Bingo here and there. Um, That's right. Do, do you relate to Bandit, and especially in this hospital's episode?
2: Uh, yeah, well, it's more the Bingo character, which I try and relate with in the hospital episode because <laughs> there's a lot to unpack True. in the episode, yeah. And it's almost like it could be an educational video for a lot of uh, junior doctors, I think. Um, it's really interesting in that respect, but yeah, the bandit character I definitely relate to as a father. I think that I've got an internal monologue of what would bandit do in a lot of the more testing situations, <laughs> which I'm put I'm put in with a so small you, child. Yeah.
1: Do you ever request games where you can just lie really, really still? Is there some game where I just lie really still on a comfy bed or something? oh Oh, not
2: hospital. Yeah, I think that's one of the funny things about the episode. It's like, you know, be careful what you wish for because I think you know there's no matter what you ask for, there you're always in for a wild ride with a child.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, can relate. But yeah, Bandit get as the this episode plays out, he he does get some quality treatment and some less quality treatment as uh, a <laughs> <laughs> Is this a common experience in the hospital that you see play out?
2: Um yeah, well it's something where you know because doctors are just flat out and I think they really do a good episode in this uh do a good job rather in this episode of of sort of showing bluey as the you know knowledge rich but time poor doctor who's just trying to expedite everything um probably jumps to conclusions a little bit and then Bingo's more of the one who's, um, you know, really uh, the patient advocate and sort of tries to allay his anxiety, um, you know, advocates for the patient when clearly the outcome has been less than ideal. And then Bluey's the one who's just sort of trying to run ramshot over things that, that really need to be done, like, you know, acknowledging his anxiety and consenting him for procedures. And,
1: and, <laughs> Consent. <laughs> yes, sort of really seem obvious seem stuff. pretty but, basic. Yeah, Now, what seems to be the matter?
2: Why did you give me a needle before asking me what's the matter?
1: Because I'm very busy.
2: It's Also, like, it's really poignant for me when he's calling him. He says, hello, big blue guy. And Bingo's the only one (laughs) who calls him by his name. And it's like a bugbear of mine in hospitals where people, you know, are like referring to people by their condition and not by their name. And it's, this episode does a really good job of just like showing how starkly jarring that can be. Mm. Yeah, wow! Really yeah. Pe-
0: does that happen? So
2: yeah, it yeah it's all all happens they'll,
0: all the time. Yeah. yeah. Mary? So in emergencies, I'll say, you know, the
2: the abdo pain in bed three, or you know, the fractured oh, death of okay. femur in yeah. six, and stuff but, like that. Yeah
0: no one's walking up to up to the patient going hey cancer guy give me a high five kind of thing like
2: it's not not that. Oh, bad. and it's not I as obvious no. as that. No, 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 <laughs> okay, no. But great. I mean, it's for a reason as well. In some respects, like you know, they're trying to shortcut the way everyone knows what the deal is. And you know, if you've got two bills in the emergency room, then it's probably safer not to refer to them both as as Bill. If, you, but, but yeah, it just it is a yeah, sort of something yeah. which which happens is like you know we're talking about people here. We're not talking about them as a collection of symptoms or problems. Yeah. And yeah. um, at the end of the episode, you can really see how Bandit says, um, "Thank you, doctor," and then he says, "And thank you, nurse." Like with the emphasis, it's like a nice um, <laughs> coming full circle and showing yeah. yeah, that yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: The, um, Dr. Nick vibes from The Simpsons in this episode.
2: Oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, just like playing the the doctor uh, for laughs as being you know, yeah, you know, less than ideal clinician. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's still the character that resonates. The most in The Simpsons for me for sure.
1: It's funny. did you have a juice listener of any here? Or no
2: my son's also screaming in the background during his shower. Uh,
1: <laughs> Hi we are feeling it's nice here. it's not
0: one of our children. This is a great um <laughs> this is a great next yeah, yeah I feel podcast. it's very
2: on it's very on theme for the podcast Just not for me to brought <laughs> my own screaming child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty
0: much
2: welcome anytime
0: <laughs> um I guess, yeah, when, when you think about it that way, hospitals are pretty rich fodder for television, um, but probably don't see them as much in kids' television. Before this episode of Bluey came along, did you have a TV show you loved or loved to hate about hospitals, Michael?
2: Um, not really. Yeah, they're all, they all don't do that great a job, you know, because they're obviously playing <laughs> for drama. I always used to say that amazingly the most accurate medical show was actually Scrubs.
0: Okay, yeah. Because
2: they weren't really trying to show the clinical side of things very accurately. Yeah. But they absolutely nailed all the weird dynamic that, that occurs, you know, because all the other shows where, you know, everyone's falling in love and everyone's like there's – and it's just like that obviously just sort of doesn't happen. And then Scrubs, it was like they just got to the point of the – the, the tensions and the jokes and the, the light-hearted stuff which we do to, you know, to make the day, you know, survivable.
0: Can do an x-ray on the big blue guy, please? I think there's a baby in
1: there. Yes, Doctor.
2: Hang on, I really don't think I have See? a... Ouch!
1: Bye! Michael, Amelia, cue your thoughts on, um, you know, like, the the role that nurses play, I guess. Um, I mean, having been a a uh, long-time frequent flyer at um, the Children's Hospital here in Melbourne, I mean, nurses just make the most amazing difference for our family. Professionally, um, like you were talking about how you related to bingo earlier, but can you just talk a little bit more about what sort of that relationship sort of brought up for you, watching it on screen from a child's perspective?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a good lesson for a doctor because my wife works at the Children's Hospital here in Queensland as well, and I... I've had a heart condition, I grew up a lot in hospitals and um, I always remember the nurses because, you know, they are the ones there at the coalface and they've just got that way that, that they've accumulated over experience, you know, because often, you know, the doctor comes and you know, does the tests and investigations and breaks the news and that sort of thing and then it's all a bit of a whirlwind and then things sort of sink in later and the nurse is the one who's sort of left to sort of deal with, um, with, with all the ensuing, you know, reactions and emotions and the meltdowns and the frustrations, yeah. 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 So this episode was really good in terms of, you know, Bingo's very much the patient-focused one, the one who's doing all the calming, you know. Um, There was a classic right at the start where Bandit lies down and Bingo says, he says, I'm really quite nervous on that. She says, there's nothing to worry about. Then as soon as she says that, Bluey just presents with the the jab and (laughs) says something like, I'm the doctor, you know, declaring I'm the omnipotent, (laughs) you know, doctor and it's always bingo who's the one who's making sure that he's been called by his name um, you know that <laughs> things aren't missed yeah and so it's a, it's a good to lesson for doctors telemicus.
1: i mean how good is that for a name a oh hurricane. that was
2: the first thing in the, in all of bingo that i ever laughed at, like out loud about they brought out that name and i was just like where are they, like <laughs> Who'd pull something from Greek mythology? You know, and I think five, we've because, actually you know. seen
0: in the Bluey chat online, um, I think one of the guys over at the Bluey Wiki has had it confirmed that it refers um, Ulysses. Telenicus uh, uh, of I thought I wrote it More down. It it's yeah, the son, well, that, I think,
2: of uh, uh, Odysseus and Penelope from, yeah. from Homer's Odyssey, yeah.
0: But, um, but then there was an 80s French-Japanese cartoon and it was um, called Ulysses. And I can't pull the number up, but um, it was from that cartoon in the 80s that uh, Joe Brum was a fan of, and it stuck with him. It's hard to keep track of all the different pop culture references in this, but that was definitely one I would not have got. We'll have all the fans of that show coming at us now to say, what? Go back and watch it, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, wow. I think I remember the show, actually. I remember the song from it. It was on in like the okay. afternoon as part of the afternoon show, which they yeah. used to have in the '80s on the yeah. ABC.
0: Oh, actually, when we when we spoke to Joe Brum a while back, he was saying he was a big fan of that afternoon show. And since Bluey's launched, he's been interviewed by James Valentine, who was the I was about to say cool James cool James young, young, young host of the it. show back then. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And then Michael <laughs> and now Tun he's just the cool not the so young J host. Presenter. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Holy wow! Yeah. That's amazing. a few full circles drawn there. <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: crazy. I wonder if we could see a, um, a cameo in the voice department maybe from James Valentine. Oh, wouldn't that be cool if they finally get Bandit's Band
0: back together? Perhaps James mm-hmm. Valentine could be playing the saxophone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he
2: played saxophone for Wendy Matthews' band, was it, or something? I think.
0: Did he? Well, I knew. That yeah, he he's saxophone on a film on clip. Play
2: school, and that was my, my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in the background so, of yeah. a film clip um, by a famous um, female singer songwriter. I think it was Wendy oh. Matthews from Dire Me. I could be wrong. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah, no, that, that sounds a bit of trivia. Pretty plausible. We'll right. look it up.
2: Yeah. Well, imagine being Joe Drummond awesome. just having your own show <laughs> to indulge all year. Your...
0: <laughs> well, that's it, all and I think and a yeah. fair bit of that that's going to get indulged in season two, um, which we're going to be asking you about at the end of this episode. But let's get back to the uh, uh, operating theatre. So, have you ever used a party hat to put someone under? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only for the purposes of the photo that's up on Bluey locations on Instagram. <laughs> but I went for accuracy. I like made the party hat if you zoom in and look, it's got the same pattern on it and so forth. Everyone oh. at work was wondering what I was doing. But yeah, no. Attention to no. detail. That's yeah, what yeah. Bluey's all about. I was gonna say when we do anesthetize um our kids, we sometimes because um, you you use a gas induction with the mask and um, it's not pleasant because it stinks, and so you try and dress it up a bit and glam it up. So we do draw, like, you know, like Batman patterns or smiley faces on the mask and things. But never uh. a party hat. We'll
0: have to operate. Yes,
1: Doctor. Oh, hang on. Let's do this. Here's the magazine oh. to me. You mean you're
2: not even going to put me to sleep first?
1: Oh, yeah, I guess we could. Do you ever get told no more needles by patients?
2: <laughs> oh, well, some, no, no, I've never met anyone who likes them. Uh, there's not too many people who refuse them, but there are, yeah, there are. And certainly in kids, you know, if you can avoid it or put it in after they're asleep, that's what we tend to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, occasionally you get people who are, we call them needle phobic. Um, and, um, and, yeah, you just can't get a, a, a cannula in them. Yeah, you have to use something else. There's usually ways around it.
1: So um, what would you have done in this instance for Bandit? Obviously it was over the needles, so would you have?
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably would have backtracked a bit and actually, like, consented him for the whole thing at the start. <laughs> Always a There's some questionable, questionable medico-legal decisions being made by Bluey in the episode.
1: Better wait the big blue guy and tell him. You mean we can't make him feel better? Nope. Wake up, mate! How, Bluey! Dr. Bluey!
2: Is the operation finished?
1: Yeah, sorry, there's nothing we can do. I think that was the moment that really resonated the most for us in this episode, like that moment where the doctor was just like, oh, there's nothing we can do now, and then goes <laughs> to other patients because, um, yeah, Liv was undiagnosed for so many years, but, uh, you know, we definitely had a lot of doctors basically saying, yeah, we just don't know, and you'd be like, well, is there anything else you can do? And they're like, not really. Um, that uncertainty is so unsettling. So yeah, Yeah. um, there was a bit of lived experience shining through there.
2: I'm sure there was that phrase. There's nothing we can do is a very loaded phrase in in medicine because it's just not true. I mean, there's always something you can do because even if you can't work out what's going on, there's still, you know, a patient, you know, with a problem. And uh, I think they probably put that in there um, intentionally because it's very triggering with ideas, you know, like abandonment and things, which, you know, is just not right to, to do to someone who's, you know, still dealing with whatever their condition is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it really taps into that Dr. God kind of complex, doesn't it? That if yeah, there's nothing I like can do, there's nothing anyone can do. Yeah, and then I that's think he right. really yeah. even sort of sticks the knife in a bit further and says you're on your own as well, which just leaves yeah.
1: poor yeah. telemachus
0: and bingo just Exactly.
1: How beautiful in that moment too where bingo becomes the advocate for the patient. I've definitely had a few nurses on our side before that, you know, they just push and seem to make things happen. Yeah. there's a takeaway for parents listening to this one, it's always get a second opinion and (laughs) get a nurse on side in your corner. Nurse, can you put this big blue guy to sleep, please? Yes, Doctor. Go to sleep, go to sleep, Mm. go to (laughs) sleep, big Telemachus.
2: Yeah, there's a lot going on there as well with... um when Bluey just comes in and says, uh, like, just with not taking a history, you know, I think there's a baby in there, just leaps to the diagnosis <laughs> or it's <that's> an X-ray.
0: <laughs> yeah, hilarious. And <laughs> we keep coming back to how and where babies Arrive And, yeah, I think, I think in season two someone needs to sit down and have the talk with the girls, to be honest. They're obviously very interested in the whole baby process.
2: Well, uh, the uh, early baby episode obviously is another, yeah, classic in that respect, yeah. That was another episode for me where it's just hilarious, the way that they sort of unpack a lot of, a lot of stuff which happens. Because <laughs> yeah, I work in a big obstetrics hospital as well, so it uh, leans towards being very rewarding. Usually the one who's sort of bit a, of a, a spring in your step after a shift, yeah, all going well.
1: Oh. Oh, that's yeah. pretty much. cool. Have you had any patients call their baby Michael after after meeting you?
2: No, it's not that much of a popular name anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> or fortunately, I don't know. It was like my my brother's name is Matthew and I'm Michael. And they were like the number one and two names for almost two decades, I think, from the yeah. 80s. Um, it's crazy, yeah. Um, but I usually, yeah, I like, I'm really fascinated by what people are going to call their, their babies' names. like Because we'll stay with them during Caesars and things and chat to them. And I like to chat to people, you know, to distract them a bit from, uh, you know... The
1: fact that their vital organs are on a table (laughs) while the small being is out of there. I'm
2: glad you said it. Yeah, yeah, but always asking people about, you know, names and things like that is is, is really nice and I find it really interesting. Yeah, you get all sorts of names these days are getting quite quite different, obviously. I
1: get very judgy about names sometimes. (laughs) So how do you keep a straight face?
2: Oh, yeah, I suppose. Well, I've got the advantage of my son's got an extremely unique name, so I'm not really arguing from a position of strength if I start questioning people's choices with their, with their name. But yeah, So you his name's some... or That's right, yeah, how would you guess? I feel a little better.
1: Hooray!
2: Thanks, Doctor. And thank you, Nurse.
1: You're welcome. So I think um, now that Telenicus is cured, there is just one more thing for Dr Blue to do, and that is a needle in the butt.
2: <laughs> yeah, at the end of the show isn't. a great sign off for the show. I do love um, the way they manage to put like that extra like little comedic twist at the end, and it always closes off on something which brings a smile to your face, and you can yeah. sort of anticipate it these days. Like I wonder what they're going to do to you know bring it to that big you know final curtain crash. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, hospital the hospital really nailed where They
1: break your heart, actually. like you know. I mean, Jean luc and, Hello <laughs> oh, and yeah.
2: Like, oh yeah. <laughs>
1: can we talk about um your inspiration for setting up the bluey locations instagram account because it's a it's a stroke of genius uh to go around (laughs) busy and comparing um so many sites what what was it was there like a particular place that you're like oh this was in bluey and that got it started or
2: yeah pretty much um watching the show there was some obvious sort of things that jumped out i think the one that was really obvious initially was um spy game with near farm park because uh mm-hmm. the level of detail in that is is really something. They've even got um a school which is across the river Lewis Hill, which is that curved building up on the um, on the hill in the background. And yeah. there's a house which actually exists down underneath that that they've drawn in, which is really well, cool. But even the opening uh, shot of the house where they've got Mount Cutha with the um, TV aerials, and then on the other side there's a, a red church up on the hill which is St Bridget's, which is designed by a really famous Brisbane architect called Robin Dodds. And so just seeing that sort of stuff, it really pops for me yeah. living in Brisbane, thinking that the level of detail um, but they just get the vibe of brisbane so accurately it's just like the the shimmering colors and the just stuff which they depict like the sitting out on the veranda with the fans going on the hot day when they want to go to the pool it just it just uniquely feels brisbane Mm. um So you know, and being in I, love with the city and thinking you know, it's a great way of you know really showcasing that, yeah. And so, my brother lives in Ashgrove, yes. which is he'd be virtually neighbours with the healers if they existed over there. Um, <laughs> oh, and wow. yeah, so they go to a lot of the places like they're just a few hundred metres from the takeaway shop, which is in takeaway or the mash up of maybe two or three takeaway stores, yeah. Sure. Um, oh,
1: the Golden Crown in Ashgrove. Yep.
2: Yeah, so if you actually go there, it's not the same layout, despite being the same name. As in the, um, it was a little bit of a light bulb moment for me actually, the way that I, when I realised because I was painstakingly sort of thinking, how am I going to find all the actual places, and then I realised that they mash up stuff a fair bit. Like wagon rides are classic. They, the park that they actually stop and chat with the football field in the background. Oh yeah convinced that that was broncos leagues club because it's right beside the park which is in bike and it's just natural to walk straight past there if you're going to the monkey bars um so i went there and like virtually just like reenacted the wagon ride. uh but then one (laughs) of the guys who does the uh his instagram who does the um uh the art for the show um messaged underneath saying that the broncos leagues club was like wow such a good reference i wish i'd thought of that So I private messaged him, and I was like, you mean it's not there? And he gave me the actual park, when it's on the south side at Hawthorne. Like, it's 10 kilometres away, and it's impossible for it to be. And for me, that was like, oh, wow, it gave me so much more freedom to sort of get places (laughs) which kind of... Look like it, but yeah. not necessarily the real thing. But then um, uh, having said that, I get tip-offs and stuff for people involved with the show all the time. And, yeah, it's a real thrill to go and sort of see something and think, um, you know, wow, this is actually the inspiration for the for what became, you know, the monkey bars in, in Wagon Ride and things like that, yeah.
1: And going through your account, there are so many locations that just look identical when you have them side-by-side, side, you know, burly heads for... Um,
2: Uh, uh,
1: Nana and, you know, you've got um, the Brisbane skyline with the fireworks over South Bank, Uh, yeah, the planetarium in the background and um, the markets as well, I think. uh, Yeah, with the Sky
2: Needle. So, yeah, that's such a Brisbane thing, that Sky Needle, because it was made for Expo 88 and it was this laser sort of light show thing that used to go off. And then it got bought by this, this celebrity hairstylist called Stefan and um
0: okay yeah yeah, and he bought it and moved
2: it above his like headquarters not far from where it originally was (laughs) and then it actually caught fire years ago and made like the news because it nearly burnt down because it actually got full up of uh, full of bird droppings and they ignited one day (laughs) and burnt the thing
1: oh
0: man yeah it's
2: crazy crazy yeah uh so when you see that in the markets episode you're like i know exactly where that is but as people Man, have pointed just... out, um, it's a bit of a mashup of markets at West End there because of the locations where that sky needle is. But then also a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff like the pony rides don't occur there. They occur at a market out Sanford Way, which is obviously where Joe Brum probably would go. Yeah, so it's just right. another example of the way that the things are like they they borrow from bits and pieces all over Brisbane to make this yeah. bluey universe. Yeah.
1: Is there a lot of Brisbane that you haven't seen in the show yet that you would love to see?
2: Oh stacks, yeah, absolutely. Oh, geez, just so many. Um, South Bank is just a great um, plethora. There's a beach, you know, at South Bank there. Yeah, There's yeah, the QPAC, the QPAC yeah. Arts Centre. Yeah, stacks of river spots. They've got the Story Bridge from a distance, but they've just done a really cool development underneath the Story Bridge called Howard Smith Wharves, which is really popular now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Also the nearby surrounds, you know, when um, a great moment for me, which was I just sort of guessed Perigian because the beach kind of had that feel in the beach episode and then yeah. the art director confirmed that it was Perigian after I'd posted it and that was like, uh, yeah. um, you know, just <laughs> fantastic moment to think, wow, nailed it. you know, yeah, because there's a stack of different places it sort of could be. I was sort of squinting at it and thinking, yeah, it kind of looks like Noosa Heads in the distance there um yeah so that was really cool but yeah there's so many sort of neighborhood surrounds out at Moreton Bay plenty of places on the river um you know even going a little bit further south past Burley all New- northern New South Wales and stuff i suspect mm-hmm. there's a uh there's the trailer out for the next series
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes
2: I mean I've got my work cut out for me when series two comes out but um I've seen a little grab of them running beside like a, a, a river and there's a boat in the background and then like a green shelter, like hut. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the Noosa River. If you look up like parks along the Noosa River, they've got those green uh, like barbecue shelters on them. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the boat yeah. that's in the background looks like a houseboat, which is pretty common for that stretch of, of the Noosa River. So that's just one okay. little grab and thinking. Oh, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, it wouldn't be yeah. outside uh-huh. my realm of <laughs> experience and <laughs> well, enjoyment we... to drive up to Noosa with my son to reenact the. If that's what it is, yeah, <laughs> wait and see.
1: Okay, ready, ready. Finish line, finish line, finish line.
2: Finish line. Well, I had some amazing intel, and I wish they'd actually, like, gotten the details of this person. But A a friend of my son's from his kindy, they said that they were out at a park not so long back, and there was this person just walking around taking photos. And so the person didn't think that they were, like, you know, didn't want anyone to be uncomfortable. They came up and said, I'm just taking photos because I'm doing, like, location scouting for a TV show. And they were like, it wouldn't be Bluey by any chance, would it? Because we know the guy who would love to meet you because um, he runs a Bluey location site. And they, she's like, yeah, it was. it's, it's for Bluey. And um, they said that, oh, have you tried this park? Have you tried this park? And um, she was like, oh, wow, I've got to get your details. She said, I don't have kids. I just drive around to the parks. But she realized that if she had just asked parents, like, what are the cool parks um, that I can go and use for, for locations? So I was like kicking myself. So I was like, no, you should have told them like our local park. So we could have had Bluey, you know, (laughs) on our doorstep. Yeah. So but funny. surely
1: they're contacting you now to ask these questions. Yeah. No,
2: no, I'm I'm I prefer the mystery actually, the thrill of the chase. I, was, I was oh. kind of thought that'd be too easy though, because it's kind of fun. It's heaps of fun. And my wife pointed out that, you know, my son just when I sort of go and get a photo of a place which I suspect might be in Bluey, he just thinks I'm taking him to the park, so it's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's win win. Everyone's for everyone. a winner. Monkey bars? We've got some standard um, questions that we ask all of our guests. Uh, I'm wondering if we run through a few quickfire questions for you, Michael.
2: Yeah, of course. Go for it.
1: So who's your favourite character?
2: Oh, that's so hard. That's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Bandit's the obvious one because he's such a role model and I'm a dad. So, yeah. And just every time I hear that, dave mccormack voice my worries melt away and yeah. i go straight back to the 90s at like a triple z market day jumping up and down in the front <laughs> row to <of> custard playing <laughs> <laughs> it's such it is such, so a, cool. such a time warp. Um, it's such a time war for, for you know, guys my age.
1: have no idea what you just said <laughs> i know they need to get on
2: spotify they need to get on spotify and check out i'm alone total okay. banger
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: um you've told us that the, your favourite episode is the one you've just, we've just discussed. But what about a favourite quote?
2: Um, oh, wow. Probably wackadoo from yeah. Chili. It's not really <laughs> a quote. But it's just, it that's just a sums word up that,
0: everything, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's such a great word. Yeah. Because it's something that I imagine my grandmother would have said. That's the funny thing. i would like to hear it coming out of like this contemporary kids character.
0: Yeah, it just taps every generation, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, speaking of every generation, favourite kids show as a kid?
2: Um, geez, it's Actually, I think it was on the afternoon show called The Cities of Gold, I think. I love that show. Oh, yeah. Cool. I oh, can't remember God. if it was on the afternoon show or if it was in the morning. I can't remember when it was, but I remember just so excited every yeah, day for that. Absolutely. Yeah. It
0: was the so mysterious cities of gold. Yeah, even mysterious
2: maybe? cities of gold. Yeah, that was it. Mysterious cities of gold.
0: Ah. Yeah. Oh, man. That was good. We're finally all finished watching Bluey. It's, it's made me realize there's some good um, good animated stuff to go back and revisit one of these days. Hopefully, it holds up. What about a for real life Bluey moment in your own life? Have you ever just stood back and gone, I am living the Bluey life?
2: Oh, all the time. Yeah. Um, just two nights ago, I was in the shower with my son, and he started sliding across the floor on, on his belly when he realized <laughs> it was slippery enough. And I was like, I'm not sure if he's gotten it from the show, but he's just literally playing penguins, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, there's so many uh, moments uh, yeah. Yeah, that the kids just spontaneously bring out, and that's the way you think the show is just genius, the way it's tapped into stuff, which... Oh, and then my son just starts playing mums and dads at kindy the other day with oh. one of his friends. They sometimes get to mix with like the babies in, from the his senior toddlers group. And so they got mm-hmm. one of the babies and they said, this is our baby and I'm the mummy and you're the daddy. <laughs> and they looked after the baby for the morning. Um, yeah. And it was just like makes your heart sing. But yeah, the, the show's Aww, genius the way they, they just distill those developmental moments that kids go through in their play and, and just nail it when they depict it so concisely. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Last thing, we haven't even talked about the music in this episode, except at Name Drop Custard, obviously. Um, (laughs) Is there a piece of music you'd love to hear used in the show?
2: I don't know what it is, but the best music is the Bob Bilby uh, montage at the end, I think, when they're watching the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that's from. Great. I'd love to know. but. Yeah, that could be the soundtrack to my life, I reckon. I'd just love it. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> when I'm not playing custard, that is. Life
0: lived in, up there in Blueyland. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, whenever I hear it, um, I just want to grab my son and go for you know, a bike ride. It's just amazing. It just lifts you off your feet. It's really cool. <laughs> Am I gushing too much about blue?
1: <laughs>
0: no, no such thing in um, this I place. I think you are in a safe place <laughs>
2: to <laughs> yeah, gush right. as much as you want me. about Bluey. Preaching to the converted, yeah, that's right. I'm at a uh, Trump, Bluey equivalent of a Trump rally, aren't I? I could say anything. <laughs> 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 Don't put that in. <laughs> wow, now that is a
1: comparison I never thought we would be making.
2: Never thought you'd hear, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think we've almost come to the end of our gushing. Michael from at Bluey underscore locations, thank you so much for joining us and thanks for all the work you're doing hunting down these locations. You're doing it the hard way and I think that, you know, the true Bluey way to do it. Would you like to hear from listeners with their tips?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, I am hoping. It's 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 funny to watch, um, you know, tips and things come in and, and little contention bits, yeah. 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 So I've, gotten, I've gotten some great tips. Um from some fans, it's it's really cool. Yeah, I just hope everyone keeps enjoying it. And a few requests. Um, I've got a bit of a secret um, surprise coming up. Uh, all I'll say is that my Ooh. my dad's an architect, and so Ooh. I may have commissioned, in inverted commas, an architect to really delve into the layout of the of the Bluey house, which is really exciting.
0: <gasps> oh, oh yes, <laughs> man! It is yeah, like yeah, we yeah. i have died and gone to heaven. This is amazing. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I mean, short. long story short, it's an absurdity, but I'll get as close as we can. I'll get as close Um, as we can. um, Earlier in the week, we were at the Moose
0: Toys um, new Bluey Toys reveal, I I suppose. And they do have the house recreated in a toy form. But yeah, not... I think if you get those plans drawn up, if you could just forward them to Moose so they can have another go at this, that, that would make our hearts sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was no sure. hallways.
2: I'm waiting for the Lego collab and um, and things like that, yeah. Hello, that would make yes. a seriously seriously cool and house. And you could just
0: build those Lego extra Bluey rooms house. that come and go, yeah.
2: That's right, exactly, yeah. That's probably <laughs> that would way. be amazing. <laughs> Conceivably. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
1: Um, um, Michael, we're hanging for the Bluey tour of Brisbane as well, by the way, and I'm sure. Like oh that, yeah, so guests would love um, to use your account to plan their uh, trip down under, so that yeah, they can well, get a, I was just waiting for it to look.
2: take off on Disney. Yeah, once it takes off on Disney, I was hoping yeah people could come over and um, yeah, I'll get a little bus a Bluey bus together and. They can hang out the window with their Bob Bilby puppets and take photos and
1: we will I'll be taking take them to near the farm park and on your bus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> we're there. Yeah, let's do it.
0: In the meantime, uh, you can follow Michael at Bluey underscore locations on Instagram. You can follow us at Bluey Pod on Instagram, We're also on Twitter at the Bluey Podcast or on Facebook. Just search the Bluey Podcast check in with us we'd love to hear your more extreme ideas about bluey locations you know the ones that you can't quite stand up and can't take to michael we'll we'll hear them we'd love to have those um just
1: a few more episodes to go this season kate i'm so excited mary but um yeah it's been a wild ride i'm hoping we'll hang on right to the end (laughs) thank you so
0: much michael thanks everyone for listening and um yeah in the meantime it's gotta Gotta be done done.
1: Bye. bye Well, no one really knows how cats get in your belly. They're probably through your belly button. What? Really? Yeah, probably they just set up a slide while you sleep and just slide right in, you know? My goodness.